does have it all. All of our pre-owned vehicles are Hubler Q certified, which include a 128-point vehicle inspection, a free Carfax vehicle history report, and two warranties. A two-year, 100,000-mile powertrain warranty and a 30-day, 1,000-mile comprehensive warranty. Visit any of our 13 locations today or click drivehubler.com. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. I'm Bob Lovell. It's brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. Lots of high school basketball tonight. Plenty of high school basketball. Great games all over. The man who is as busy as a person can be because he has all these scores for you. It's the star of our show. It's Network Indiana's Brendan King. Coach, thanks so much. Great to be with you and Elijah. Let's get right to the high school basketball scores. As mentioned, four overtime games to lead off tonight, beginning with the only double overtime game we've seen so far. And listen, it's early in the night. The last time I was in, we had a 5 OT game. So hold your horses. But right now in double OT, West Vigo defeated Northview. That's a final of 68-60. to 60. An extra time as well, Tri-Central, a 10-piece on Eastern Greentown, 83-73. OT also required between Lawrence Central and Zionsville. LC with a 61-56 W. And in overtime, it was Carol Flora over Caston, 68-62. Other scores from around the state. Let's head up to the 2-6-0 where Fort Wayne Bishop Lures beat Fort Wayne Northrop. Final was 74-48. It was Fort Wayne Wayne topping Fort Wayne Snyder 59-44. Fountain Central blew out Riverton Park 69-31. Low scoring competitive game between Franklin County and Rushville. Franklin County wins it 33-29. And Franklin picked up the 47-33 W over Greenwood. Griffith 67, Ileana Christian 54 tonight. It was Henryville over Austin 65-56. Crispus Attics looking sharp. They get a good win over Warren Central, final 59-56. Indianapolis Lutheran had no problem with Cascade, winning 52-31, and Indianapolis Metropolitan took down Eminence, 68-43. Jackson Dell, 49, Shaw Memorial, 41 tonight. It was Linton Stockton over Mitchell, 60-48. Logansport took care of Muncie Central, 46-37. It was Noblesville, all over Carmel, 59-31. New Albany puts up 88, that's the top spot of the night so far, beating Floyd Central 88-73. It was Orlean 61, Northeast Du Bois 27, Pike 57, Brownsburg 50, and Seeger beat North Montgomery 50-45. All right, college basketball, two games around the state tonight. It was Taylor taking care of Great Lakes Christian 103-65, and Oakland City defeated Welch 91-87, but the story is your college basketball slate tomorrow. Noon start, Valparaiso visits Virginia Tech. Mike Young and crew at Vatech. They're doing a great job as they welcome in Valpo. Noon start from Hinkle Fieldhouse. Cal visits Butler. A 1.30 start from Mackey Arena, number four Purdue hosts Alabama. Interesting to see Bama without a ranking spot next to their name. You become so accustomed to Nate Oates and crew being in the top 25, but right now the Crimson Tide are unranked. 2 o'clock in Terre Haute, Indiana State goes against Southern Indiana. Also a 2 o'clock start from Assembly Hall. Indiana and Auburn should be a great one between the Hoosiers 
and Bruce Pearl's crew. Goshen is at Loyola Chicago at 6. Southeast Missouri State takes on Purdue-Fort Wayne at 7. Purdue-Fort Wayne just beat Southern Indiana. I'll tell you what, Mastodons look really, really good. It was no- And Notre Dame matches up with number 8 Marquette. That's tomorrow at 9 p.m. All eyes, though, will be on the Indiana Pacers tomorrow night at 8.30 from Vegas after Tyrese Halliburton did this previously to the Milwaukee Bucks. Halliburton driving to his left, steps back, splash, 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 the bench erupts, coming off the floor as one to embrace Tyrese Halliburton. Tyrese Halliburton, that huge three against the Bucks in the NBA in-season tournament semifinals last night. Pacers are on to the final tomorrow against LeBron James and the Lakers. That's an 8.30 start nationally televised on ABC from T-Bowl Arena in Vegas. Halliburton, back-to-back games of at least 13 assists with zero turnovers. That is absolute madness as the Pacers go for that in-season tournament crown. I'm Brendan King. Welcome back, everyone. This is Indiana Sports Talk. Glad you could join us. High school basketball tonight. Frankfurt beats Tri-West 52-49. to John Herrick joins us. He has the call of that game. John, thank you so much for the call. What a, what a great game. Closely played game tonight. Well, yeah, actually, Bob, it was the other way around. Tri-West beat Frankfurt 52-49. to Ah, okay. But, yeah. Got the it. Hard, the hard part for Frankfurt is they're 0-4, and they've lost oh. their last two games by a combined six points. Uh, their wow. last game they lost by three, and then this game tonight they lost by three. And they actually led in this game at one point 23-16, but then they let uh, Tri-West go on what was a 15-0 run and pushed the mm-hmm. lead to eight in the third quarter. But then Frankfurt made another run back, and, and a lot of credit goes to Alex Farley, a junior guard off the bench who scored 13 points uh, to lead all scorers in this one, uh, to lead uh, Frankfurt, rather. But he was outdone a little bit by Max Robertson, the leading scorer for Tri-West, who scored 14. He got three key buckets in the fourth quarter that really helped solidify it. And then Doug Wood, who hit three threes in the game, had a good crack at a three with about two seconds to go and he just barely missed it, which would have tied the game and sent it into overtime. But, you know, there's a lot to be said, Bob, about Friday nights uh, in the state of Indiana mm-hmm. for football. But Friday nights during basketball season are also special. And this was a great crowd tonight. Uh, a lot of a lot of fans from Frankfurt traveled uh, to Tri-West. Right, of course, right. Uh, the atmosphere at Tri-West was always great, uh, uh, too. But uh, the Bruins go to 3-1 and one on the year, and the Hot Dogs are 0-4. But they both have games tomorrow, so... Uh, Got to have the memory of a goldfish and bounce back quickly. <laughs> well, well said. You sound like a coach. I used to tell people you had to have amnesia <laughs> most, yeah. most well, of your I, life. I can't take too much credit for that. I got that. That's a, that's a Ted Lasso quote, but you know. I love it. I love it. And the prevailing narrative out there is that uh, people don't go to games anymore in basketball because of class basketball, everyone stopped going to games. It's uh, amazing to hear that there was a great crowd at a game like this on Friday night. Yeah, yeah. And the student section was, was very entertaining and, and did a good job. And, and they even brought, you know, young kids uh, out. So third graders got to scrimmage each other at halftime <laughs> of the game. So it was just, uh, to me, right. just your typical Indiana basketball night, man. Yeah. 
That's how Friday night ought to be. All right, you got a little something to do tomorrow, do you not? I mean, there's some <laughs> yep. game, uh, <laughs> IU and Auburn. That'll be a, a whole lot of fun. Yeah, it will. Uh, Auburn's five and two. They're, they they did just have a tough loss to Appalachian State, uh, in, but they can they can fly, they can score, and they're going to probably full court pressure the Hoosiers, I would imagine. And Indiana's coming off of a thrilling win on Tuesday night against Michigan, sure. which came down to the final seconds. So, and this is on a neutral court. You know, it's in Atlanta, and but again, Auburn's going to probably have more fans there. But it's a place that's near and dear to the heart of Mike Woodson, who coached in Atlanta with the Hawks. And then one of the other Indiana players, Caleb Banks, played his high school basketball right. in Atlanta, and now he's a member of the Indiana uh, basketball team and comes off the bench. And speaking of the bench, this Indiana bench has been playing really, really well. Wouldn't have won the game uh, against Michigan without him. So, but you know, Auburn's no slouch. So it will be an excellent basketball game, I think, on both sides tomorrow. Well, John. I know you probably got to jump on a plane quickly. Uh, I'll look forward to talking to you tomorrow night. Thanks so much for the call. John Herrick tonight on the call of uh, Tri-West 52-49 win over Frankfurt. John, thanks. We'll talk to you tomorrow night. All right. Thanks, Bob. Tanner Camp from the Regional Radio Sports Network on the call of Concord's 38-35 win over Penn tonight. Tanner, thanks so much for the call. This is a pretty good ball game tonight. Well, you know what, Coach? Uh, this is a series that Penn's led the all-time series 59-28 against Concord, and Penn's actually won the last 13 straight matchups. you got to go back to wow. December 7th in 2012 when Concord last beat Penn. That was at their place at Concord by four. And, and tonight, Coach, uh, I tell you what, Concord had a game plan to slow down Penn. They normally average 69 points per contest. They held Penn to just 35 points. And a, a lot of credit to Coach Derek Deshaun. He's done a nice job with this program. They're off to their best start in, in over yeah. a decade. They're 5-1. and one. And, and what a high-quality win. Uh, similar to that to that Frankfurt Tri-West game. It was a great crowd. Concord fans traveled great. Two student sections that were just back and forth with each other and literally came down to the final possession. And props to Concord. They wanted to slow the game down. And uh, for Penn now, in the Barracuman era, that's now his, his first First loss as their four and one, but uh, what a game tonight mm-hmm. between these between these two teams in this non-conference matchup. All right, Tanner, I need you to hang on through this short break, and then we'll come back and you can give me the particulars on how this game goes down to the end and uh, Concord gets a big win. Okay, I can do that. No problem, Coach. Sounds perfect. Sounds perfect. More basketball. We got a lot of basketball coming up. I'm glad you're with us. More basketball coming up after this. Scoreboard update with Brendan King. This is Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. I'm Brendan King with this Network Indiana scoreboard update here on Indiana Sports Talk. We're back to high school basketball scores from around the state, beginning with Speedway's 68-62 victory over Monrovia. It was Sullivan taking care of North Putnam tonight, 51-37. Tell City defeats Evansville Day, 60-53, with Tippecanoe Valley handling Morgan Township by a triple, 47-44. It was Tipton 70, Western 53 tonight. Whiteland blasts Perry Meridian 75-42 as West Lafayette squeezes by Crawfordsville 64-62. West Dell now owns the most points of the night. They put up 90, hammering Union Modoc 90-33. It was Waldron 44, Morristown 33, and Rossville 
No problem with Frontier, and they win 60-24. to Back to the Indiana Pacers and the NBA in-season tournament final last or tomorrow night. Last night, they beat the Bucks, and Giannis Antetokounmpo had some fine words for the Pacers. Play harder than us. Similar as that. Um, obviously, playing the zone, you're not guarding. You're just guarding like an area. Try to keep a, have a guy in front of you. Uh, and sometimes when the ball goes up, obviously, you try to find a body to get back, uh, you know, to kind of crack a body. But at the end of the day, I don't even think that was the case. I just think they played played harder than us. We just got to accept it. Indiana Pacers defensive mentality when one of the best players in the world says you play harder than them. Pacers earn their spot in the final tomorrow against the Lakers. I'm Brendan King. Welcome back, everyone. Let's talk some high school basketball. Tanner Camp from the Regional Radio Sports Network was with us before we went to the scoreboard update talking about Penn's matchup with Concord. Concord wins this one 38-35. All right, tell me how Concord's able to win this at the end, Tanner. You know, Coach, it really just came down to their defense. I mean, there was their opening possession in the second half. They held the basketball and just uh, had a good ball movement for about a minute and a half to two minutes uh, until they eventually, you know, we found an open look and uh, the Minutemen were able to capitalize and they just did a nice job of possessing the basketball. And then props to Penn, obviously, they're still a good group. Coach Kuhlman did a nice job with this group. They hit a huge three-pointer thanks to Ethan Good, uh, uh, the, the junior point guard uh, at the buzzer that at least kept Penn uh, within four. And they even... Uh, uh, the Kings didn't even have the lead at one point early in the fourth quarter, but it really comes down to Concord's defense. They were able to anchor down uh, and hold Penn in, in the second and the fourth quarter. Penn only scored six points in the second and just seven points in the fourth quarter. And uh, this is a Concord team that has strided uh, on defense. They've only uh, given up 41 points uh, defensively per game, and that's going to win you a lot of ball games. And, and tonight, that was really the name of this game, is that Concord's offensive execution, in addition to their effort defensively, uh, leads them to a 5-1 and one start once again, their best start since 2012 in the 2013 season. Tanner Camp from the Regional Radio Sports Network on Concord's 38-35 win over Penn. Tanner, thanks. What game do you have tomorrow? Game tomorrow, I'm going to be back at the Wolves Den in Michigan City where it's going to be the Hammond Central Wolves taking on the Michigan City Wolves. All I know is that if you're going to pick a team to win, whichever team has Wolves in the name, it's probably going to walk away winner. <laughs> All right, call me tomorrow night. Thanks so much for the call. No problem, Coach. Always one of my favorite parts of Friday night. I appreciate the, the kind words. Tipton beats Western tonight 70-53. to Cliff Hawkins, the head coach at Tipton, joins me. Coach, thanks so much for the call. Congratulations on an impressive win tonight. Yeah, this was a really nice win for us. And, of course, it was our first conference game. And uh, we wanted to get off to a great start tonight. So we came out attacking with our defense and trapping and mm-hmm. tried to put them on their heels a little bit. And then we got them to turn the ball over nine or ten times in the first half, and that led to some uh, uh, easy opportunities for us to score. And, right. And, and then in the second quarter, we, we didn't quite have that same intensity that we needed to have, and they got a little bit closer, but we opened it up at uh, with, by seven at the half. Well, you're off to a great start. You're 4-0. You're ranked uh, fourth and 2A right now. Uh, lots of good things happening with this group. Well, anytime you have leadership and experience, you know, and, and, and they blend together, you know, because like Nolan Swan's played for us now. This is his fourth year. And, 
you know, he's he, he is a, a leader of our team for sure. Uh, tonight, though, our junior Grady Carpenter, our six six point guard, uh, mm-hmm. was was amazing tonight. He had twenty five points tonight, uh, ten rebounds, and eight assists, and one turnover. And it was very late in the game. Um, so he, he played he, he played extremely well, and so these guys are gelling together. And then our inside game got going tonight. This week we spent time teaching some of our complimentary players to play off of our right. our, our shooters. And uh, you know Ryan Tracy went for 15 tonight, and Landon Spidell nine. So the two inside post guys got 24 points tonight out of 11 of 14 shooting. Uh, who's up tomorrow night? Well, the big one tomorrow night. We go to Muncie Fieldhouse, and uh, we play Delta in the seven forty-five game. Um, that'll be that'll, that'll be great tonight. Yeah, we're Tipton. Looking forward. To go it. no, go ahead, Coach. Well, we're just really looking forward to it. It's it's a great test, and Delta's a fine team with great players and a great coach. So we're we're looking forward to the challenge. Okay. The head coach of Tipton, the number four and two eight tonight to be Western seventy to fifty three. Thanks, Cliff. Good luck tomorrow night. Thanks very much, Bob, and thanks for what you do for basketball. I appreciate it. Thank you very much. Greg Rakestraw from the IFC Sports Network joins me. Noblesville, fifty nine thirty four winners over Carmel tonight. Greg, thanks for the call. That's an impressive win for Noblesville tonight. It is, and this is a Noblesville team that obviously won the sectional for the first time in 13 years a, a season ago. They lose a player like Luke Almodovar, who is doing great things at St. Francis as a freshman, and I'm not sure they have missed a beat. Aaron Fine had 18 points tonight. Justin Curry had 12. It's a Noblesville team that is three mm-hmm. and 3-1. They are really well put together. Obviously, Scotty McClellan can really coach the 2018 1A champ at Morristown. This this is a really good team. Fisher's got them last week. That's their one loss. They're 3-1. But Noblesville very much look the part of a top-10 team in the state of Indiana tonight. Yeah, I think you did. And, and as you mentioned, Scott is as good a coach as there is in our state and has a state championship to prove it. And um, he has talented kids. It's a huge rivalry. I, I still think uh, our, our good friend, Ryan Osborne, is trying to put pieces together with his Carmel group. This is just uh, a, a good, good uh, Noblesville team they ran into tonight. It is, and, and, and Carmel, as always, runs good stuff and plays hard. It's just a young team and a bit of an under-talented team this year. This is a bit of a reset year for Carmel. They knew that, that this would be a tough one now. They picked up a couple of good wins last weekend against LC and Plainfield, who are both solid teams. Because of Ozzie's coaching, right. uh, because right. of, of the way they guard you, they're going to win some games that people probably don't think they're going to this year. But is this kind of the vintage Carmel team we've seen the last few years? No, it's not. They're playing a lot of sophomores, a lot of juniors. They'll figure it out. Uh, but uh, but tonight was a tough one against Noblesville. Tomorrow you're going to be in action. You will be there at the uh, Southport High School with the Forum Tip-Off Classic. Are you doing all every game, or is that something you, you decided not to do every game, or are you going to only do two? Bob, I'm only doing two. Uh, I, I think I'm getting some common sense in my middle age. So I am doing the first two games <laughs> of the day. I'll have Greenfield Central and Southport, followed by Center Grove and Warren Central. 
Kurt Darling will have games three and four featuring Heritage Hills, Garen Catholic, this Noblesville team, and Christmas Addicts themselves. They got a really good win against Warren Central tonight. And then Rob Brown will have uh, Fishers and Kokomo at 8.30, preceded by Fort Wayne Wayne and Lawrence North. And you're doing games like every night. I figure two in one day is good enough. Finally, after all these years, you're listening to me when I tell you that you, the, the word no, the word no can come out of your mouth, uh, and you need to use it a little bit more, quite frankly. I'm just, I'm just saying, I'm just trying to be a friend. Or, or Bob, I had scheduled two, I, I scheduled two games to work with you, and then you changed plans on me. And then I had planned to work a different evening no. game that fell through. So perhaps <laughs> originally I was going to do three games okay. in, in like two different parts of the state. One of them well, didn't happen. And now I'm like, you know what? Why don't you actually spend a Saturday at home with like your wife and kids? How about that? So that's what I'll be doing tomorrow night. Yeah, you, yeah. And, and you're welcome. Uh, I, I, I did pull out on you. I apologize. Uh, but, you know, having one child who lives in Naples, <laughs> some, sometimes she needs mom and dad. And so we're trying to help her out. Have fun tomorrow. We'll, we'll talk to you about those games. And then I'm looking forward to working a week from tomorrow. You and I'll be back with IUPUI. Greg Rakestraw tonight uh, on the call of Noblesville's 59-34 win over Carmel. Greg from the ISC Sports Network. Greg, thanks so much. We'll talk to you. We'll talk. You know what? Take a night off tomorrow night. We'll, no, no. We'll talk to you about those games, okay? Yeah. So I'll look forward to having that conversation tomorrow night. Thanks for the call. Work on that day tomorrow, buddy. I'll see you soon. I'll do it. I will absolutely do it. Coming up, we have much more basketball to come. Uh, I would remind all of you, join us tomorrow night. Friday and Saturday, just got to lock that in now in your schedule. We like to think of this as destination radio. You go to the games, you get in your car, you hit your radio, and you listen to us. I know you're not listening for me. I know you're listening for the scores, and they're coming up in just a few seconds with Brendan King, but keep doing that. It's worked. That formula has worked for 30 years, so let's let's keep that going. When we come back, we have much more high school basketball to talk about tomorrow. College basketball, some great games. We've already talked about some. IU taking on Auburn, that game in Atlanta. Alabama's at Purdue. Cal's at Butler. USI at Indiana State. Our own Brendan King on the call on that for ESPN+. Plus. Score update with the aforementioned Brendan King on Indiana Sports Talk. I'm Brendan King with this Network Indiana scoreboard update here on Indiana Sports Talk. More high school basketball scores. These on the girls' side. Three overtime games to talk about. One of them in double OT. Leo outlasted DeKalb 47-46 again in two overtime periods. The others in OT. Greenfield Central 60, New Palestine 52, and Zionsville got past Westfield by a pair 50-48. to Now, we need to talk about these three scores right here so we we mentioned earlier there was a boys game that finished with one team having single digit points well let's talk about Northview holding West Vigo to nine 54 nine the final uh, these I think you just got to tip your cap Penn defeated Mishawaka Marion 55 to three and Whiting over Lighthouse CPA 65 to two listen I don't know what's more impressive at that point you know, putting up 65 and in the 50s is nice, but holding the one basket 
That may be my first time seeing that on Indiana Sports Talk, and it happened twice tonight. One basket. That's really something. All right, back to the boys' side. Let's see here. It was, it was Christmas Attics. Boy, they stay sharp. Over Warren Central, 59-56. Indianapolis Lutheran defeated Cascade, 52-31. Gary West over Hammond Central tonight, 64-59. It was Griffith over Ileana Christian, 67-54. Danville, 55. Southmont, 49 tonight. Decatur Central beat Ron Colley by 11-61-50, and Delta by a deuce over Yorktown, 54-52. I'm Brendan King. Welcome back, everyone. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. LaVille over Winnemac tonight in boys basketball, 69-55. The final, Matt Florian from LVH1 joins me. Matt's an impressive win for LaVille tonight. Exactly how Coach Edison wanted to start the conference play. Undefeated, 2-1 and one on the season. And like you said, from the, from the opening gun, all of Ville. I mean, this is a team that brings a lot of juniors, a lot of seniors that have had a lot of playing time over the last couple of years. Colin Zarnecki, junior, leading the way. Uh, he was coming in averaging 19.5 points. I apologize. I don't have the stat line in front of me, but he was making clutch threes. He was working in the paint. Lucas Plummer, the senior as well, he was getting some deep looks as well. Just an all-around complete game for the Lancers squad. Well, they're pretty solid. I mean, again, I I say this, the the success they had in football carries over to what's going on with basketball. It it happens not just at LaVille, but at plenty of other schools around the state. I'm not sure if if there are a number of kids who play in both sports, but just that whole sense of uh, a championship attitude, those kinds of things that permeate the halls and permeates the the locker rooms, it's it's part of winning, and it literally is contagious, not to be trite about it, but has a lot to do with the success they're having. That's exactly the point. I mean, and I think you hit it right on the head, Coach. I mean, Lucas Plummer, the senior quarterback, you know, he's a guard on the team, and all six foot three right. of him, effective all over the court. Cody Allen, you know, my student broadcaster today said, boy, I can kind of tell this is their first couple of games that we're doing with them. And they said, <laughs> right. I, I feel like there's a lot of our guys that are football players. And I said, yeah, there's a lot of guys that have, you know, the same names on the roster. He's like, no, they're playing like football players. They're tough. They're getting right up when they get knocked down. I mean, this, like right. you said, not just the success, but also the physicality. I mean, you know, tip of the hat to Coach Kaiser, our football coach, for the program he's put together. And Coach Edison, you know, the basketball coach has latched on to a lot of that toughness here at LaVille. And like you said, the success in the postseason, both teams, uh, it really carries in the, uh, in, in the attitude and the gamesmanship of these young men. Well, you can see the toughness in what they did defensively tonight. I mean, they, they lock up uh, Winnemac. Uh, you know, in, in that in that ball game, I mean, you know, fourteen point advantage. It's a very very impressive effort on both ends of the floor, especially defensively. Oh, absolutely. I think rebounding, we were averaging, and again, I don't have these exact numbers, so I think I'll just leave numbers out. But you know, one of the things that Coach Edison mentioned coming into this game and this week is just doing the simple things more effectively, getting the rebounds mm-hmm. and the getting the easy rebounds. And I, I lost count after the first half of how many of our guys made a contested shot and grabbed their own rebound. And, and they, they were just, I mean, it, it was 
it was very impressive to see the energy. These were guys going after the ball left and right defensively. Right. So to lock down Winnemac for the home conference game, that's just that's exactly how we want to go into the weekend. And who will they be playing later on this week, and who do they play tomorrow? I believe – I don't know if we actually play. I think our next game is a road game at uh, Pioneer. That will be on the 15th, followed by Glenn right. just down the road. Um, so I, I, I do I do know that uh, Coach Edison said he was going to let him sleep in. Practice tomorrow starts at eight thirty instead of uh, the usual seven o'clock. So uh, I think they'll wow. as a lot just say they'll enjoy it for a night and then they'll get right back to work. Which again, talk about the preparation, talk about the right. physicality and the mental uh, fortitude of these young men. This is a this is going to be a very interesting team to watch, a fun team. LaVille, 69-55 winners over Winnemac tonight from LVH1. Matt Florian, Matt, thank you so much for the call. Best of luck to LaVille their next time out. All right. Thanks so much for all you do, Coach. Have a great weekend. Thank you. Thanks very much. David Deaton, what would weekends on Indiana Sports Talk be without David Deaton from WKLO? Tonight he has the Orleans 61-27 win over Northeast Dubois. It's a pretty overwhelming win for Orleans. Reason why they're ranked so highly in 1A tonight, David. Yeah, it definitely is. And this veteran team really showed a lot of resiliency, bounced back from that heartbreaking triple overtime right, loss to right. Reeve last Saturday. And they hit the reset button tonight against a Dubois team that's got a lot of inexperienced guys who are playing varsity for the first time. A first-year head coach in Travis Schrering, who was the uh, varsity assistant the last couple of years under Terry Friedman, who's still the athletic director at Northeast Dubois, but retired as the boys' basketball coach after last season. So they have some guys who are trying to find out what their role is, trying to figure things out as they go. And it was a competitive Mm -hmm. game early. It's been a really good rivalry over the years between these two teams. Orleans has now won three in a row. It was tied at five early after the Jeeps fell behind five to nothing, rallied to tie it thanks to their junior forward Drew Schrering getting five points in a row. But after that, it was all Bulldogs, Coach. They got an 11-7 lead at the end of the first quarter, and proceeded to outgun the Jeeps 19-2 to in the second quarter to get a 30-9 to lead by halftime. And third quarter didn't get any better. It was 22-5 to Bulldogs. They got ahead 52-14. They triggered the running clock with 134 to go in the third quarter. And it was a balanced effort for Orleans on both ends. Defense got a lot of steals. They forced 19 Jeep turnovers tonight, only had six on their side. So a vintage performance from last season's Bulldogs teams that we got so used to seeing that locked down on defense, turned defense into offense. Mm-hmm. And the Bulldogs really were efficient tonight, especially inside the arc. 19 out of 20, or 19 of 29 shooting inside the arc tonight, only 4 of 12 outside. But when you got guys like Xavier Alston, their 6'3 senior center, who is so athletic and runs the floor, he gets 17 points tonight. Rylan Crocker, junior guard, had 15 points, made three trays in this one. And then Ian Hall, their senior forward at 6'3", had 11 points tonight. So a balanced effort for the Bulldogs. And Coach Bradley got his team back on track tonight with this win over the local rival in the Jeeps. 
See, I'm thinking that the Jeeps were in the wrong place at the wrong time against the wrong team. You know what I mean? As you pointed out, they they lose a triple overtime game. Uh, You come back and you have a young team that's trying to find its way against one of the best defensive teams in the entire state after they've come off a disappointing loss. That's a difficult spot to be in. It sure is. And, I mean, Dubois definitely has some good players on their team. Grant Goler was yeah. a senior guard who was in the rotation last season. But, like I say, they had some guys who moved up from the JV. Some of those guys were coming off the bench last year. So you're trying to adjust to new roles. And they have been playing pretty well through their first three games. But, you know, they just ran into a buzzsaw tonight in the Bulldogs. And so for Coach Bradley and his team, it's a, a great win to get back on track and look more like themselves, executed on both ends of the floor mm-hmm. really smoothly tonight and so now they've got a little bit more time before they have new albany coming to their doghouse after going down to new albany's doghouse last mm-hmm. season mm-hmm. and of course new albany with jason jones playing really well right now got a win over floyd central tonight so it should be a fun matchup next week between a 4a school in new albany and a single a school in orleans over there at the doghouse in orleans and looking forward to seeing how that matchup turns out for the boys next week and then we turn around and we've got the Orleans girls tomorrow afternoon hosting Trinity Lutheran at Holmes, which should be a fun matchup there. So a lot of good things going for Orleans. The girls number eight in Class A this week and the boys number mm-hmm. seven. So uh, the boys and the girls basketball programs really having success in the community of Orleans right now. All right, you got to call me tomorrow night and talk some girls basketball, okay? I will be sure to do that, Coach. No problem. <laughs> See, I can't, I can't do this without you. I just want you to know that. I, I depend, I depend on you. Okay, I pencil you in in my preparation, uh, so you, you you can't disappoint me. Because um, I know where I know where you live. I know who where you work, and so you can't disappoint me. <laughs> I will, I will be sure to not do that. Absolutely, I will be there tomorrow night, calling you, talking about the Lady Bulldogs game with Trinity Lutheran. No question. I'm looking forward to it. David Deaton from WKLO. David, thanks. We'll talk to you tomorrow night. Thank you so much. All right, thank you, Coach. Talk to you tomorrow. We want all of you to join us tomorrow night. We're glad you're with us tonight, clearly, but we want you to join us tomorrow night because we uh, we have a lot to talk about. We're going to talk a little uh, college basketball tomorrow. IU-Auburn, 2 o'clock start. That game in Atlanta. Alabama will be at Purdue at 1.30. Cal at Butler starting at noon. USI at Indiana State at 2 o'clock. Brendan King on the call of that for ESPN+. Scoreboard update coming up on Indiana Sports Talk. Brendan King with this Network Indiana scoreboard update here on Indiana Sports Talk. Overtime games aplenty this evening. We have our second double OT game into the studio. And it's Heritage Hills over North Posey in two overtime periods, 71-68. You know, that's funny. Of course, both of those teams played for a football state championship just a matter of weeks ago. And now they're clashing on the basketball court. Of course, they did not play each other at Lucas Oil Stadium. But regardless, each of them got to downtown Indiana. The second double overtime game, that was one of our leading updates to begin the show. West Vigo over Northview, 68-60. These are all single overtime games. 
It was Carol Flora over Castro in extra time, 68-62. Evansville Modern Day got the win by a triple over Wrights, 44-41. Up to the 2-6-0 where Fort Wayne North took down Fort Wayne South by the same three points, 61-58 in OT. Lawrence Central, 61. Zionsville, 56 in extra time. And one more. Tri-Central, a 10-piece on Eastern Greentown in OT, 83-73. So, whole lot of dramatic action tonight. How about Shenandoah holding Tri to just 30 points? Tri played similar defense holding Shenandoah to 33. Still, the Raiders pull off a three-point win. Shackamack 59, North Knox 53 tonight. It was Seeger a five-piece on North Montgomery 50-45. to Rossville handles Frontier 60-24. to Switzerland County took down Rising Sun by 15, 65-50 and it was tipped in over Western 70-53. to I'm Brendan King. Welcome back, everyone. This is Indiana Sports Talk brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. Big win tonight for Fountain Central, 69-31 over Park Heritage. Greg Dean joins me, the head coach of Fountain Central. Coach, thanks so much for the call, and congratulations on an impressive win tonight. Hey, thanks a lot, Coach. Appreciate it. Defensively, what more can you ask your team to do? You know, I really can't ask much of them. They uh, they really guarded well tonight. They brought out uh, a lot of intensity, a lot of effort on the defensive end. Uh, you know, they really bought into what we're doing on the defensive end. At one point tonight, mm-hmm. we had 16 straight stops. Um, you know, we chart that stuff, and um, we were the kids were you know they were pretty excited about it. And you know, not only did we get a lot of stops, but we turned Riverton Park over. I think we had something like 35 points off of turnovers tonight. Uh, and that's a credit just to the way the kids were guarding. Well, you know what? Uh, I, I know you focus on that, and uh, it's kind of fun from a coaching standpoint uh, to go out there and see them put that into play, all the things you've worked on in practice, and see it come to fruition uh, in action uh, in a game like this tonight. Absolutely. You know, and it's – not only, you know, just all the stuff we work on generally, but, you know, game plan stuff, first conference game of the season. So, you know, mm-hmm. we had a couple games under our belt to watch and scout and, and put together a game plan. And I thought the kids really executed what we asked them to uh, tonight to take away the things that Riverton Park can do well. Who plays well for you tonight? Let's brag about some of these guys, Coach. Well, let, let's start off with uh, our 6'4 point guard, Will Harmon. Uh, he went over the 1,000-point threshold tonight wow uh, he had eight he had 18 points for us tonight and and uh, reached that uh you know accomplishment of a thousand points he's a kid that's done a lot of good things put a lot of hard work in for us and um you know led the way for our success last year uh, and he's doing the same thing this year and then we've got senior six five wing isaac gaylor had 29 tonight playing really well doing a lot of good things you know really he's coming into his own this year as a senior and he's finding finding ways to put the ball in the basket inside and out and uh he's doing a lot of good things and then my 6-3 center uh owen acton uh had his first you know really solid game of the season coming off a of football season uh, he's an all-state football player uh mm-hmm. but he had 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 10 points and eight rebounds tonight and was just all over the floor all right, who's up next for you? Uh, we got to go to Western Boone next week, which is always a tough place Ooh, to play. Okay. And yeah. Co- Coach Oakley's doing a good job, and he's going to have them ready to go. So we're going we're gonna to have our work cut out for us, and we've got a week to prepare, so we're looking forward to it. Give my best to your dad, all right? 
Absolutely, Coach. I will. All right. Dean, excuse me, Greg Dean from Fountain Central. Tonight, uh, the Riverton Park 6931. Coach, thanks so much for the call. Good luck next week. Thanks a lot, Coach. Thank you. Brian Sullivan from WNAS on the call of New Albany's 88-73 win over Floyd Central. Brian, thanks so much for the call. Big rivalry matchup, an impressive win for New Albany tonight. I think it was interesting for the two coaches, both in their first years, and, and to be able to see what a rivalry game in the Hoosier Hills Conference looks like right, there. Right. Uh, it was 12-7 to 7 at the end of the first quarter. It looked like it was going to be one of those typical games, first one to 40 in this series. And then um, <laughs> after that, it was defense optional, I think, at that point. 25-27-point uh, <laughs> quarters here and there and everywhere, and just thought, New Albany's going to be very happy to get the road win and, and get a right. jump in the conference on, on Floyd and Jeffersonville, who both lost tonight. But Coach Jones is going to look back at those, especially the second half, giving up 50 points, and he's going to have a lot to talk about, I think, in this next week before the uh, Orleans game. I need you to hang on here through this uh, break if you can. I want to come back and talk much more about it, if you can do that, Brian. Can do, can do. Brian Sullivan and I will come back and continue to talk about New Albany, Floyd Central, one of the big rivals around our state on a Friday night. 88-73 the final there for New Albany. Scoreboard update coming up with Brendan King. This is Indiana Sports Talk. Welcome back. Brian Sullivan from WNAS. The call of New Albany's 88-73 win over Floyd Central. All right. Tell me how the dogs get this done. Obviously, you know, they, they played well at both ends of the floor, especially offensively tonight. It, it was close, um, really, for the first four minutes, and, and New Albany got after it defensively. It's one of the things we talked about probably the first week of the season. The difference right. is New Albany's getting out and pressuring a lot more in the open court. They're going about nine, ten deep. And, and trying to double team and take advantage of their quickness. It, they hit them with a 20 to three run and, and got out to a 20 point lead there. And Floyd had their moments. Obviously, you put up 73. They got into an offensive groove. Right. But I think New Albany forced them to pay it, play the pace that even when they had some open looks, I think they were almost surprised that they were getting out of the double team and getting those shots, and they just kind of panicked at times. I thought Floyd settled in, and and they're breaking in a lot of new guys this year and a a totally new system. Fonzo Wright came down from Fort Wayne Lures. and and Sure. You've got guys playing a totally different system. They play hard. They're going to be fine as the season goes on. But New Albany is just a little bit ahead ahead of the Highlanders at this point. I think you're right. And Fonzo, listen, I've known him for a while. He'll do great. He'll do great things. Tonight, though, it's a 90. Of course he is. He's a Franklin. We both love him. So, (laughs) got to give some love to the alma mater tonight. (laughs) Good call. Uh, New Albany, 88-73 winners over Floyd Central. Brian, what do you have tomorrow night? Uh, no boys tomorrow, but the, the girls, we had Chloe Spring in Bedford last week, and we get to see another Miss Basketball candidate in Julianne Woodard from Jennings County tomorrow. So it'll be a big challenge for the dogs. You need to call me and talk about that, all right? All right, Coach. Thanks, Brian Sullivan. Thanks so much. Tim Adams joins me from Park Tudor. Park Tudor, 59-40 winners over Park Heritage. Timmy, congratulations on the win tonight. Thanks, Coach. Appreciate it. It was a uh, 32-minute battle, man. Um, obviously, Park Heritage is very well coached. 
and a talented right. group. And um, we had our work cut out for us tonight, no doubt. But, uh, man, was I proud of our guys. Well, you know, it's why you play these kinds of games. I mean, uh, Rich is one of the, the great coaches yep. uh, in the state, especially that part of the state, and you knew what you were going to get into. You knew they would uh, come at you defensively. They, they run great action. They make it difficult to defend. And so, yeah, this is a great win for you. The, the, the way in which you did it is impressive. Well, I appreciate that. It was It's what I told our guys after the game was – it's so hard to win, coach, as you know. And sure. the the effort and um, the effort that I saw from the tip tonight, being first on the floor, guys hitting the glass, guys playing for each other, uh, was really special tonight. And we have a special group that if we can continue to do that, um, I think it could be a really, really good year for us. All right, I need you to hang on through this short break. We'll talk about some of the kids who played well. Can you do that? Yes, sir. Perfect. We'll come back, talk some more basketball on Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk.